1: Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Germicidal Ultraviolet Zeitz, mm. courtesy of Johnny Davis and the organizers of that Board Ape event. Oof. That Board Ape NFT uh, event where Got that welder's eye. Everybody came away with a little case of the uh, how you say welder's eye um, <laughs> or arc eye because you're looking at an arc welder. <laughs> is this
0: is all. About- It's never good. It's never good. Basically an
1: ocular sunburn resulting from prolonged exposure to harmful UV rays. And this happened because people were dancing it up, celebrating uh, in the face of people's doubt about the the longevity of their board.
0: (laughs) The NFT movement.
1: The NFT movement. God. And they uh, got some burned corneas. Uh, Got a little cornea burn. Yeah. I don't know.
0: That sounds so fucked up. I don't even.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to. I don't like it. But, it's so um, weird
0: too that like you wouldn't figure out till after the fact. Like you couldn't like, or I don't know. Have people been around these things and been like, you know, if UV rays are fucking your eyes up like that, you know what I mean? Like, or is it one of those yeah. things where it like takes a second and then the next day you're like, <gasps>
1: my shits yeah. are cooked. You wake up. You wake up and try to open your eyes and they're just like glued shut, oh like that Homer boy. Simpson gif. Exactly. Mr.
0: Simpson, you need your drop, so your eyes will crust over. (laughs) There you go with
1: the The... (laughs) add-ons. Like when I googled this, because I actually didn't know what uh, Mr. Davis was referring to Uh on the Discord. Some of the articles that popped up were like from the pandemic, being like, Yeah, these things are gonna be everywhere to kill the germs. Oh, those right right, forch, they will give your eyeballs. Sunburn. Mm. Anyways, uh I'm Jack, that's Miles. These yes. are some of the things that are trending. Uh the AMPTP, yep, there you it? go. AMPTP uh has issued their best and final uh to to the actors. Yeah. And you know, what one of the details that people seem fixated on for some reason is that they can pay you once to scan you and then not never pay you again. Yeah. To quote George Bush. Mm hmm. <laughs> scan you once. Shame on. You scan you. You can't, can't get scanned again. You're not gonna scan, you're not gonna scan me again. OK.
0: <laughs> All right. Good to know. It also sounds like right now the AMPTP is now saying they are they will adjust language around AI.
1: Oh, hot damn. How things change.
0: It's like 30 minutes ago.
1: It's tough for them with this world where like we actually pay attention to the bullshit that they try to pull. You know, Uh, and
0: also like really pulling up with your chest out like that, like this is our best and final offer. And they're like, or what?
1: Or, okay, fine.
0: Or there'll be more AI people. Oh, I know, it's, it's it's rhetorically our best and final offer. Okay, that wasn't our best, because now we're clearly going to meet you somewhere in the middle with AI. But yeah, ongoing saga there.
1: Ongoing. Ongoing. Uh, well, speaking of George W. Bush, uh, I recently heard somebody refer to where Joe Biden is currently as similar to like where Bush was in the aftermath of Katrina like in terms of just like the absolute lack of moral authority, you know, like we've seen you just ignore horrifying shit and just try and like keep it moving. And I guess I was just curious, like I've, I've heard people kind of assume that this is what's happening to his polling numbers. That that's what it seems like to me. But then when you like go to the New York times article about, Like Joe Biden's polling in free fall all of a sudden this month. You might think that the major story of, you know, what's happening in Gaza that has like dominated every day of news for the past month would be the focus of a shocking polling free fall for Biden uh, over that same period. And specifically like his polling is in free fall among people of color, specifically during a time that he has demonstrated what well, would seem to be a belief that the lives of, you know, Brown people in Palestine are worth less in the grand colonial scheme of things than right. the lives of white people. Yeah. But like the New York times article is just like, yeah, well people think he's old and, um, you know, and it's like, well, they've thought he's old for a while.
0: Yeah. You that, know? that was a thing that they'd been talking about like since last year or right. the concern or whatever. But like, yeah, that that's that's very convenient to leave that part out because, you know, there are people who are doing polling specifically of like Arab Americans and they showed that his he went from around like 60% support of Arab Americans to now like 17. Yes. Uh yeah. and that and they say is like astounding because it's never there's never been a precipitous drop so quickly in such a short amount of time uh like with with this specific community, but also when they are like look at the polling, it it, it goes across all like the crosstabs like no matter religion or gender and things like that age and yeah to your point a lot of people of color too also see something that resonates with them on some level where it's systemic oppression or watching mil- like people palestinian people literally walking to relocate you know yeah. what i mean like and like i think andrew jackson might have This might harken back to the time of Andrew Jackson with the Trail of Tears. Yeah, Uh, so there's a lot of things that resonate with people, but you also see like these really weird things too, where they're like, "It's TikTok." Actually, that's the problem. (laughs) Right? And you're like, "Are you really doing the Principal Skinner thing right now?" It's like, "Is it me?"
1: It's the kids who are the the
0: children. Um, and I think again, this goes back to the idea that like people know more. People are are informing themselves a little bit more. So like. To do this like full court press of manufacturing consent and it not working. Like, I don't know. I don't know why that's a shock. Like people are are a little bit more tapped in and there's plenty of people that aren't, but it's just wild. And then you also hear people like Democratic strategists that are like, well, you know, like if there is a woman who is not supporting Biden right now, she'll figure it out once, you know, like November comes because they don't want to vote against their own rights. And that's so fucking patronizing
1: and callous and also like plays into the like biden's administration and just the democratic party in general not doing shit to protect reproductive rights it it it, i
0: don't know like none of their none of the levers are working uh right it it seems like for them so yeah i I mean obviously a year is a very long time in when it comes to politics but this is just I don't know, like, like a lot of the shit that you see right now, of what's happening in Gaza, like you can't unsee it. And then you can't be like, disconnect the idea that you're like, but we give them the capability to do that. Right. So are we also, you know, like a, a journalist recently asked a representative from like the state department about like, is there any concern that like, you know, these are like, because these are international war crimes that like the U S is a party to that because they're providing right. the ammunitions and like, it's just like completely glossed over But because we all we all know how the U.S. works, they're like, "Oh, you want to take us to the Hague? We'll invade everywhere if you try (laughs) that shit with us." Right, which is not a good default position to have uh, when you're talking about international law. But
1: yeah, yeah, the New York Times article specifically, like, reporting on it, mentions Gaza in like one sentence fragment about how people like trust Trump more on foreign policy. They're like, yeah, and. Uh, specifically in Israel, they they trust him by 11 percentage points and just like kind of keep it moving. But I wonder if he is like getting that message. Like I'm assuming he's pretty well insulated by these democratic strategists who are from a different era where it's just like, Yes, we just ride with Israel, no questions asked. And like, that's good for you. Yeah.
0: Um, Like, just going full neoliberal and being like, oh, this is what we do, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Can't really just
1: got to remind them how good the economy is. Yeah. It's,
0: and again, it just, this doesn't help anyone. This is every, like, every day that this, like, this genocidal campaign continues, it's, 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 radicalizing people in every direction it's causing more chaos there was a guy who was at a protest in california who was like uh supporting israel like and there was like an like a pro palestine thing and he got shoved or something and hit his head and died yeah uh it's things aren't like and to to think that it's like oh this ends well right like like let's even let's even game out the logic they destroy whatever quote-unquote destroy hamas means you're, right. We've seen this play out. You're just going to create a vacuum for something worse to show up. Right. And do you think people the people of Palestine are going to say, oh, "All right, y'all got us." Right. Um all right, like back to like th- I don't understand like even it, it even defies like how we believe human beings to respond to trauma. Right. Um so it just all feel it's just it yeah, every day gets worse and worse and then like then there's like headlines I saw that the IDF has put together like a short film of like really awful um, October 7th attack footage uh, to just try and like, I don't know, they're like their screenings potentially happening in New York and Los Angeles.
1: Jesus Christ. And
0: it's like, how quickly are you like reducing these people who actually lost their lives into this like obscene piece of propaganda to justify the killing of more innocent people? It's just, everything right. feels so all over the place man um and all all you're asking is like the u.s to the supposed leader of the free world
1: to actually do something the killing of innocent people
0: yeah and to hear people say things like well you know i don't know what else to do how about you say we can we won't give you munitions right why is that that's not even a thing that's discussed and i get that that in terms of our that's so such a departure from american foreign policy but to act like nothing can be done That doesn't help people feel good about what is happening or how the U.S. is involved with that. So, yeah.
1: All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about some other stuff. We'll be right back.
0: Zach gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new.
1: And we're back. We are back. And Miles, um, you found a study about how Hollywood affects how we visualize the end of our lives. Yeah, happening. like we yeah. we talk.
0: You know, you 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 bring this up a lot about how like movies and TV are sort of like form the bedrock of like our understanding of certain parts of like life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They affect how you imagine things that you haven't experienced yet. Right. So a country you haven't been to getting your whole shit bit by a great white, your whole shit bit by a great white Mm -hmm. or like your future, like how your life will end. Like I've seen way more plane crashes than I've seen people die of cancer in a movie. And therefore i that Like my brain at some level believes I'm going to die in a plane crash or right. dying in a plane crash is more likely than dying of cancer, even though that's wildly incorrect.
0: To that end, right? Like uh, the USC and this organization end well, they're dedicated to dismantling barriers and confronting stigmas surrounding end of life experiences. They just found like while doing an analysis of like TV and film for like the last 20 odd years. Uh, they're like, yeah, like just everything is so violent. Quote, the study found scripted television skews heavily toward violent death with over 80 percent of television deaths caused by violence. Uh, it noted research that shows depictions of gun violence on popular primetime dramas doubled from 2000 to 2018. Uh, and then shooting, stabbing, poisonings and beatings together made up 49 percent of depicted TV deaths. while illness was only four point three percent. Um right. And then so, like, their whole thing is, like, if a majority of, like, characters experience a violent death, it are, it's already painting a very skewed picture that deprives viewers of, like, a better representation of sort of what end-of-life care specifically could look like, and, like, right. what options are. Like, we talked about Why do I psychic, need to
1: prepare for end-of-life care, man? I'm going out in a hail of bullets. Exactly. Or a plane
0: crash, or a tornado's right. gonna throw me into the sky, and I'll never come down. Um, there's like a lot of research, I right? would talk about psychedelics and psychedelics used for like end of life sort of therapy to help yeah. people sort of come to grips with their mortality. But that isn't even really like a scripted thing in media. They even pointed out, quote, for instance, in our investigation of discussion of psychedelics and scripted programming, we found hundreds of mentions, but only three storylines where psychedelics were used to treat patients. And only two of those are about treating end of life. Um, so basically saying like, there's so much room for creators to paint more like realistic representations, and I get that obviously sensational stuff is they're like that just like gets people or whatever,
2: yeah, yeah, but
0: it doesn't quite capture like the the breadth of human experience um and it's like you know people are like we're all like experts in like understanding like stab wounds and poisonings because of the t v shows we watch, but have no idea about like differences in, like what's palliative care right what's hospice um. And it's just, you know, they're going on to say that, like, there's a lot that can help people understand sort of what these, what this sort of looks like. Because we're only getting presented the version that is just very violent and sensationalized. So yeah. interesting. I didn't really quite think of that. But now when I think, when you look at the statue, like, yeah, right, everybody's like killed. Right. <laughs> and stuff. Like, unless you're watching, like, a medical drama. And they even point to the fact that a lot of medical dramas... Are also kind of like not doing the best job of showing like oh yeah it's depictions. always like
1: some strange like unprecedented illness it's never like yeah this person has been smoking for forty five years and right I finally just caught up to them you know yeah it's yeah. right
0: right right and like even grief like how that's not even it's like used as like a plot point too it's like this char- grieving character this is the jumping off point for all this like activity following this or whatever and there are other ways to depict it. So yeah, interesting analysis for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We work uh which we launched this podcast from a WeWork. Uh, <laughs> we did. We absolutely did. <laughs> we were in Hollywood, uh, did not have an office yet, and so we were working out of a WeWork, a we just a broom some mics closet. Into, yeah, it really felt like a broom closet. Dude, That shit was uh, that was believe. not that was not an office. <laughs> no, no, it was they I would well I had asked them like me like one without windows because it was going to be a lot of reverb if we had windows and they were like right. i mean you could have this shit hole over here yeah and they like you know shoot some rats out of the way uh and politely
0: they're like do you know. guys mind leaving we got some people that are actually paying
1: now and they're like but no, i think we, in we, the we, early we episodes we were talking about like the you know the spa water that they had there the yeah, nice like, yeah, little yeah. cucumber water little, perks, the, that little perks, yeah nice little you know? perks but it was <laughs> not fun to work there but at that time, we work rocket growth juggernaut to everyone was. Uh, they were valued in 2019 at 47 billion dollars in a round uh, of funding, yeah. and they were aiming to like hit the stock market and become basically the next I don't know Airbnb or like something right. like that. Work Airbnb, and then it all fell apart. Yeah, like people realized that that valuation was like ba- based on basically they were valuing themselves like a tech company instead of like a real estate company. And so they were like tech companies. You can value yourself at like eight X what you're actually making money wise right. or some like really high number. Whereas real estate, you can value yourself at like two X. And they were like, well, when you think about it, we're kind of a tech company. Like we have an app right that people can sign into and everyone's like oh oh no and yeah. so um and then and there was like a lot of behavior behind the scenes that made it made them fun to dunk on as as people as yeah. investors were realizing this
0: the ceo a lot of self-dealing there basically
1: mm-hmm.
0: fucked it all up and but also a lesson about how people get so caught up in this like silicon valley like visionary shit mm-hmm. that they're like. Yeah, it, it actually uh defies all logic that we have about how, you know, like macroeconomics work, but it's, yeah. don't worry. We're going to the fucking top. Put put a saddle on this
1: unicorn cuz we're going this to have This guy's like got a big personality and he's he's fun to party with. So. Yeah. Um they have since lost 98% of their value the company. <laughs> the reason we're talking about it, they have filed for bankruptcy. In mid-August they announced a 1 for 40 reverse stock split. To get its shares trading back above $1, uh, which is a requirement for keeping its the New dip, York dude. Stock Exchange. By the it's dip, big.
0: bro. Thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Getting 10,000 shares, bro. Watch this shit, Jack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, you, you hate to see it. Yeah. And there, there's an article in Wired about first-gen social media users. Yeah. Millennials. Yeah and it's like, just how like they're now now that twitter is bordering on unusable and headed like, let's, just, say it, let's just call it more let's just unusable it. it's unusable it's unusable i think we're in um, denial
0: like we're we're seeing it's like when a relationship's really bad and you're like but i laughed last night
1: right and it's yeah. like
0: yeah but how's everything else awful awful yeah it's awful. really bad if you could um, be in a relation i would break up with them then <laughs> i think you have your answer that's but, the vibes right now yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So people are like, so where do they go from here has been how it's been covered up to this point. This Wired article is like, or do they just like not go anywhere? Are they like, oh, social media was like a, an experiment that went badly. And now we go back to living our lives in reality.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like it's just, there's this this excerpt that people are, are sharing from the article that said, quote, Millennials are the last of the analog world, both of yesterday and tomorrow, the bridge between what was and what will be. Maybe this is where my hesitation takes root and why it feels like there are no good apps left for socializing the way we used to. We came of age on a diet of chat rooms and MySpace. Our expression was devoutly digital. We signed up en masse because we sought in the next frontier of adulthood we slowly realized was being actualized online. Friendster, Blogger, Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook were where we found community, honed our creative urges, and secured careers. In time, we used social media to remake civic life. Okay, it feels a little, you know, th- okay, I, I see where you're going with yeah. that, but I feel like that evolution definitely, like, I remember being, going from no internet ever, to dialing up on AOL, to, like, just seeing what the, you know, all the shit that was possible online, to then even, like, making YouTube videos, or funnier or Die videos, and things like that, and knowing that, like, there was like all this possibility and now it just feels everything has been like co-opted by like just corporate interests that have no like see no value in what the connectivity aspect is and just like you know farming for data um or just like shit that is completely uh unmoderated and become total cesspits and there's no there's no there's there's nothing like a value or you have to wade through too much excrement to find the real stuff so yeah yeah, I don't know. I, 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 There's, like, one part I was talking about is, like, this person's like, I use Twitter maybe three or four times a year. I barely post anymore. And I've seen how, like, even myself, like, I have I went from loving to post shit on Instagram. I really love And then I just slowly, it's like, oh, I don't know. Just, what am I like, getting it out It feels of weird. It's just like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know what happened. But it could just be a function of getting older. But I still do, like, I, I miss that excitement of, like, when it was a little bit more pure. Or maybe it yeah. was always like, it just seemed pure in the beginning because we were always kind of pursuing something a little bit toxic underneath at the end. Right. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know which way it is exactly, but I definitely feel the, like the lap, the, the lost love on some level.
1: Yeah. That paragraph like reminded me of the year 2010. <laughs> like when it was right. like, we are going to, you know, like it, yeah. it has that like propulsive energy of like, and, you know, the sky's the limit. Who knows what we're going to do with this? And it's yeah. like, oh, the, it just became a marketing tool that wound its way into, like, the very fibers of, of our brands yeah, and, and stuff.
0: I don't know if there is even, like, I don't know if there is an app that would come out that you're like, oh, there it is. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, there's the thing. Or it's always just some version of, like, I don't know, fucking the the racists are just going to show up eventually and just, like, fuck, or whatever the fuck happens. or You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I feel like it would need cynical. to be something on the model of like Wikipedia or open source, you know, projects where it's like people like a, a community that isn't owned and isn't like trying to make a profit and is somehow right. using you uh, mean hippie crap yeah like hippie (laughs) shit it would have to be some hippie bullshit i think right uh, i wonder
0: if that would put investors off like you just it's called hippie crap but it's actually like the best social media platform (laughs) just to scare off investors
1: i mean that's something they talk about in uh ministry for the future and i've heard other people i think douglas rushkoff talks about it in his uh book that we had him on to discuss uh on one of our recent tuesday expert episodes is like the idea that some of the most successful things in the history of this these past like 30 40 years online have been like open source like community driven right. things like that just you know did didn't drive a profit and the whole internet is like written on the back of that code or like the one website that still like works is right. wikipedia right? Um, and the reason for that is because it, but it's just, they, they don't get hyped. They don't get any media attention because it's like, well, this is, this completely undermines the fucking yeah. circulatory system that our entire like political body is like built out of. Yeah. They look at Wikipedia. So. Like, how do you guys yeah. make
0: the line go up?
1: They're like, right. you
0: mean with users?
1: Right. No. And that's with why what? Elon Musk is like so hostile towards it. He's like, look at these losers asking for, uh donations anyway uh neo-nazis pay me five dollars a month yeah and you will be you will get special blue check mark
0: or it's like when i was like in college and like my friends who used to smoke weed with would stop smoking weed and tell me like you know i'm actually not smoking weed am like oh really so you're better than me now <laughs> like it's that like kind of that kind of shit too <laughs> it's right like, oh, being the muck yeah uh um, well
1: anyway where to go from here who knows it's Impossible. just
0: hang out at the park dude we should just go back to those like electrical transformer boxes that would just randomly be on the sidewalk you know wait what, you know what i'm talking about you know no. like those just like shit that hold on you know you don't know, you know
1: this you is like about the all spark
0: no d- the what
1: transformers is that? the trend in transformers like isn't that what they're looking for
0: no dude i don't even i don't know that movie at all but this kind of shit you know, like an electric, like just like oh, that yeah, box yeah. that would be somewhere random. You're yeah, like, yo, just we can't get by the like
1: backyard. Out <laughs> at that spot. Yeah, like yeah.
0: maybe we just need to go back to bring our kids. Let's hang out in parking lots again, like we used yeah. to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine You've been pitching that? that for a while, even before the internet was broken? You've been <laughs> like, hey guys, come hang out with me on this uh, transformer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. I'll, t- I'll tell you about a new new app called The Stoop. Yeah. Where you hang okay. out out there and you see people with your damn eyeballs instead of a virtual reality helmet. Tell them, Pa. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending. Yeah. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the yep. show. Until then, be kind to each other. Yeah. Be kind to yourselves. Yeah. Get the vaccine. Yeah. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.